Hey everyone, and welcome back to College Playbook, the podcast. My name is Kristen, and today I'm actually recording on the road as I make my way from Minnesota back to New York for school. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to tell some of my first-time stories about my first experiences in college. Uh, So with that, let's get into it. The first story I wanted to tell was about my first college tour that I took. It was during my junior year of high school. I had just switched schools, and one of the required classes I needed to take still in order to graduate was a college readiness class. And for that class, we had to take a college tour. It was mandatory, otherwise you would fail the class. So I knew I didn't want to go to school in Minnesota, so I already wasn't really happy about having to do this because I knew I probably wasn't going to go there anyways. But I did the tour, and I actually really liked the school. So if I decided ever that I didn't want to go to school so far away from my family or anything like that, I kind of made this school my safety option, I guess. Um, So my dad took me. I went and toured the Mankato State University of Minnesota. It was a really nice school, actually. I really liked it. Uh, The dorms were super nice. They had great dining options. Uh, The classes they had were really cool. At the time, I wanted to go to school for nursing, and they had a really good program for that. So I was really excited about that. And uh, another really cool thing they had was, like, tunnels under the all of the buildings so that when it was super cold out in the winter and super snowy you didn't have to walk outside you could just walk through these tunnels to all your different classes which was really cool I wish my school now had that because it kind of sucks to walk to class in the freezing cold but anyways so I really liked that school I ended up applying my senior year and I got accepted there it was going to be a school that I, like I said, I considered for if I ever decided I didn't want to travel far from my parents or anything, but I don't see myself going there at all just because I really like where I go to school now, and I really like being in New York and having my own experiences in that way, but if I ever did decide to go back, that's probably where I would end up. The other college tour I did was actually of the school I go to now, Alfred University. It was the only other in-person tour that I took because during the time with COVID, they didn't offer many tours places. So most of the other schools I applied to, I did online tours for. But Alfred was the only other school that I did an in-person tour of. So when I toured Alfred, it was really different from the other tour I had done my junior year because... It really felt like I had never left home. Like, I felt like I was still in Minnesota and that I was just, I had just always gone to Alfred. And it was a really weird and kind of cool experience. But I remember my teacher, my junior year, saying that, like, the school that makes you feel most like home is the school that's meant for you. And that really stuck with me. So when I got that feeling when I toured Alfred, That's kind of when I knew that that's where I wanted to go. Going and seeing the school and meeting some people while I was there and talking to some of the coaches, I really, really liked it, and I knew right then that that's where I was going to go to school. There wasn't a lot that really stuck out to me about Alfred just because I didn't get to see a whole lot. Like I didn't get to go in the dorms or the dining halls. I literally had to stay outside of every single building, so I only saw the outside of everything. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, much of a tour, I guess, just because I didn't get to see a whole lot. But what I did see, I really liked, and despite not being able to see everything else, I was able to do, like, these online videos that they had in order to see what the insides of different places looked like. So I feel like I still got a pretty good idea of where I was about to go to school, and I'm really happy with my choice to go to Alfred. The next story I wanted to tell was about my first acceptance letter. Uh, My first acceptance letter was from, I believe, Mankato State. And I kind of knew I'd get in there just because 
meeting with people when I was there, I like met all the requirements and everything, so it wasn't much of a shock when I got in there. I wasn't super excited because, like I said, I didn't really think that I'd ever go there, but I really liked the campus, and I'm still glad that I applied just to see if I was able to get in or not. Um, but the next one after that was North Carolina State University. Uh, that was a school I had wanted to go to all my life. I was so excited when I got in there. It was actually a really long process because first I was put on a wait list before I actually got in, and I felt super discouraged at first because I thought that I'd get in, like I had great grades, and I didn't do super well on my ACT, but I also didn't submit my ACT because we weren't required to take it to begin with because of COVID, and the only reason I didn't really care about my ACT was because when I took it, we had found out the day before that we were going to be taking our ACT test by our school, and so we weren't really able to study for it or anything. I scored a 21, which isn't terrible, but it's not great either, but so I didn't submit my ACT scores, but it wasn't like a penalty or anything, so, so all I had submitted was my grades and an essay talking about why school was so much different now being online and virtual versus how different it was when we were all in person and so those are the only two things that I was able to submit for my application and yeah at first I was waitlisted and it really sucked because like I said I had wanted to go there for years it was my dream school it had everything I wanted it it was perfect and so it kind of sucked getting getting waitlisted there um so I started looking at Alfred then because that was my next top school that I really liked and I got accepted there I got this little box with confetti and a water bottle a sticker and my acceptance letter in it and so that was really cool that was definitely the coolest acceptance letter I had been given but when I got that I decided that it didn't matter if I got into NT State or not I kind of made up my mind I put in my deposit for the school and I never really looked back from that <laughs> um, it was a couple weeks later that in the mail I actually received my acceptance letter from NC State and I got really excited I was still so happy that I had even been accepted into the school, but I felt so much like at home at Alfred, and I knew it would probably be the better fit for me. So I'm glad I still decided to go to Alfred instead of going to NC State at that point. And yeah, I definitely have a little bit of regret about not going, or at least not giving it a shot, just because it was where I had wanted to go for so long, but at the same time, I'm so happy where I go to school now, and I don't think I'd have the same experiences or be as happy as I am at Alfred if I had gone to NC State originally. The next story I have is my first illness at school. That was my first one was also my longest one. I was sick from early September until I went home in December. Uh, there's like one little break in there around Thanksgiving where I wasn't sick at all, but actually while I was on Thanksgiving break, I had gotten a double ear infection, so it wasn't very long that I stayed healthy before I was sick again. But my first illness is definitely the worst illness I ever had prior to college as well. No one could really figure out what was wrong. I had, I was getting super bad headaches. I was sleeping all of the time. My throat hurt so bad, like I didn't want to eat anything because it like hurt to swallow. And I was like all plugged up, I, the worst um, sinus infection. I was given 
antibiotics for that and actually that only made me feel worse because the antibiotics cleared out all the bacteria in my system and I wasn't getting enough probiotics so the bad bacteria just kind of kept attacking my body and making me more sick and I wasn't getting any good bacteria to kind of combat that so I actually just kept getting more and more sick um, I had been in the ER a couple of times, one because they thought I had an appendicitis. I had gone to urgent care and they were doing all these different like tests just to see maybe what was wrong and the doctor like pushed down on my stomach and when he did that I like started crying, it hurt so bad and so automatically he thought I had an appendicitis and the urgent care I would went to was right next to the hospital so he had a nurse take me and walk me across the street over to the hospital and bring me to the ER and they put me in a room they ran a couple tests I don't remember exactly what they did and then they just kind of left me there I just slept in a room by myself for like six hours um, before anyone like came back someone would come in and check on me periodically but the doctor like never came back into the room or anything so I just kind of laid there for quite a while um, one of my coaches eventually came down to the ER and sat with me for a while and I after that I had an MRI done and they found absolutely nothing they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me again the doctor gave me another medicine to take and sent me home. And then, I don't remember how long after that incident, I had passed out in my dorm. I was super dehydrated and I was just completely out of it. My blood pressure, I believe, or it was either my blood pressure or my heart rate was kind of high. And so I passed out. One of my other coaches came and picked me up and took me back to the ER. Um, they didn't really look at me or anything. He just kind of asked me a bunch of questions and then said that I had some sort of syncope. I don't remember exactly what it was. And just kind of told me to make sure I was drinking water, slowly stand up, like give myself a minute before getting out of bed or anything, and I'd be fine. And sent back home again. And then I saw our team doctor after that, and he thought that I had, I don't remember exactly what he thought it was, um, but he sent me for more tests again, and everything came back negative, and eventually, I, I was on so many medications at the time that I didn't even know what I was taking anymore, so I just kind of stopped taking everything. Uh, it was getting close to Thanksgiving break, and I wasn't seeing doctors or anything anymore. And eventually I just kind of started to feel better and it all just kind of went away. It was really weird. I still have no idea what I was ever sick with or what happened, but some people think it may have just been anxiety from being far away from home and being a little nervous at the time about being so far from home. Other people thought that I was just really sick and maybe it was just some virus that I had. No one really knows, but yeah, so I had a pretty long drawn out illness there for a while, but... Thankfully, that's over. Hopefully, that doesn't happen again this year. Really crossing my fingers that that doesn't happen again. So, the next story I wanted to tell was about my first family visit. So, the first people that came to see me. I believe it was my step-aunt and uncle and their two little boys. They came either at the end of September or early October, I believe. And they stayed for... Uh, weekend. Uh, we went to a brewery when they came. I gave them a tour of the campus and we went to a farmer's market where they had like this little kids art center thing and I sat down with one of my little cousins and we made like this paper mache type thing on watermelon and did that. We went to a park and hung out for a while. We just messed around at the hotel and ran up and down the hallways with the little boys. And yeah, it was really fun. There wasn't a whole lot to it, but it was really nice at the time just because I was feeling really homesick. So it was really nice to just 
see some of my family and to make it feel a little less terrible, I guess. I was so happy to just afford people that like made me feel comfortable, made me feel safe, and just made it all feel a lot better. But yeah, they stayed for a weekend. We had a really good time, and then they left, and it wasn't long after that that I have my next story of my first time flying home by myself. Uh, flying by myself has been a bit of a challenge. Every single time my flight is either delayed, there's something wrong with the plane, or there's just always been an issue every time I've flown by myself since being in school. So I definitely have some interesting stories about flying. The first time I flew home, though, was probably the worst flight I've ever had. Um, Flying home wasn't too bad. My flight wasn't delayed or anything. I just didn't have any, like... Um, power, so like I wasn't able to charge my phone or anything. So eventually my phone died because I had been waiting so long at the airport and everything, and I had thought that I had power on the plane, so I didn't worry about charging my phone or anything, and got on the plane and couldn't charge my phone, so uh, it was a pretty boring flight on the way there. But on my way back from Minnesota, it really sucked because... My flight was delayed after we had gotten on the plane, actually. So we were all sitting there, and we were told that there was an issue with the plane. Um, the, like, it wasn't connecting to, like, the tower for, for communication or anything. So we had to wait a little while. And I think it was, like, an hour, maybe two hours that we just sat in the middle of the tarmac waiting to take off. And... So eventually we were able to take off, everything was fine. About halfway through the flight, um, there's a lot of turbulence, and then all of a sudden we were kind of like, I wouldn't say we were just falling, but the plane was going down, and it was just really strange because obviously we weren't done with the flight, like we hadn't heard anything from him or anything, and um, we hadn't heard anything from the pilot. And so it was kind of weird that, like, the plane was going down, and we were going down pretty quickly. Um, And then all of a sudden, like, the plane just kind of started shaking, and then we were going straight again, and everything was fine. It was really creepy, though, because, I mean, obviously, we had been sitting on the tarmac waiting because there was an issue with our plane, and we weren't connecting to the communicating thing, whatever. And so it was really scary, honestly, because all of a sudden you're just kind of falling down towards a city that and you know you're not supposed to be there it's a little creepy but yeah that was about it all my other flight stories I almost had to spend my first couple nights of winter break either in New York City or stuck in North Carolina because my flight had been delayed so bad to the point to where I had five minutes from when my plane got into its gate to get onto my next flight to make it home to Minnesota. So from any airport in New York, there is no direct flights to Minnesota. So no matter what, I had to have a layover somewhere, and my layover was going to be in North Carolina. But before I was able to get on my flight, I it had gotten delayed because there was too much fuel on one side of the plane and so like the weight was wasn't balanced enough so we had to wait for them to take some of the fuel from one side of the plane and put it on the other side so that we could fly and everything would be perfect and so we waited in the airport for a little over an hour before we even got to board our flight and then we finally boarded we get out There's another issue with our plane while we were sitting on the tarmac, so we had to wait even longer once we got out there. And then we flew to North Carolina, and once we land, we are going up to the gate, and at our gate, there's all of this equipment in the way. Like, the gate's not open, you can't access it at all. And so then we're just stuck there, and we're waiting. Like, people are getting mad and, like, talking to the flight assistants, 
trying to see if there's anything they can do to get them off the plane because they're going to miss their flights. I was on the phone with my mom, and I was trying to do the same thing with a flight attendant, trying to figure out if I could get off to get to my flight because at the time it was really looking like none of us were going to be able to make our flights. Um, I was receiving text messages from the airline as well during this time saying that I needed to cancel my flight from North Carolina back to Minnesota and like find a place to stay. Um, so we were looking at any flights close to Minnesota, if like someone could come and get me, or if there was literally any f- early flights the next morning just so that I could get home. Like I was getting ready to start working as soon as I got home, and I had like planned as soon as I was supposed to be home. And so we were starting to look at new flights. The only flights available were out of, I would have to take a flight from North Carolina to New York City that night to make it to a flight from New York City to Minnesota the next day. Or I would have to stay in North Carolina overnight and take a flight from North Carolina to Minnesota the next morning as well. But luckily, I didn't have to do either of those. We were able to get off our flight and book it all the way across the airport and get on my next flight home to Minnesota. The next story I have is about my first Thanksgiving in college. So we were trying to cut down on the amount of flights I took to and from New York. Uh, So I actually spent my first Thanksgiving in college in New York at one of my friend's houses. It was so much fun. Our family does like a pretty traditional Thanksgiving, but her family had like the best Thanksgiving I think I've ever been to. It they had all of like the traditional foods you could think of. We made gingerbread houses and had like a contest to see who made the best one. We played bingo. We like did all these different fun things together. And it was super cool like at my family like we play games together a little bit but mainly everyone just kind of like sits and talks but like their family was like really engaged in doing different things and like just making it as fun as possible and it was really really cool and I'm super glad that I went and I cannot wait to go again this year but those are all the stories I have for you guys this week about my first semester in college Uh, Tune in next week and I will tell a couple more stories from my second semester at school. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to stay updated, go ahead and follow the Instagram at collegeplaybookpod and I will see you guys next time. Hey everyone and welcome back to College Playbook the podcast. My name is Kristen and today... I'm actually recording on the road as I make my way from Minnesota back to New York for school. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to tell some of my first time stories about my first experiences in college. And so some of them are good, some of them probably not so good, but hopefully still a fun episode overall. Uh, So with that, let's get into it. The first story I wanted to tell was about my first college tour that I took. It was during my junior year of high school. I had just switched schools, and one of the required classes I needed to take still in order to graduate was a college readiness class. And for that class, we had to take a college tour. It was mandatory, otherwise you would fail the class. So I knew I didn't want to go to school in Minnesota, so I already wasn't really happy about having to do this because I knew I probably wasn't going to go there anyways. But I did the tour, and I actually really liked the school. So if I decided ever that I didn't want to go to school so far away from my family or anything like that, I kind of made this school my safety option, I guess. Um, So my dad took me. I went and toured the Mankato State University of Minnesota. It was a really nice school, actually. I really liked it. Uh, The dorms were super nice. They had great dining options. Uh, The classes they had were really cool. At the time, I wanted to go to school for nursing, and they had a really good program for that, so I was really excited about that. 
and yeah. Uh, another really cool thing they had was like tunnels under the all of the buildings so that when it was super cold out in the winter and super snowy you didn't have to walk outside you could just walk through these tunnels to all your different classes which was really cool I wish my school now had that because it kind of sucks to walk to class in the freezing cold but anyways so I really liked that school I ended up applying my senior year and I got accepted there it was going to be a school that I, like I said, I considered for if I ever decided I didn't want to travel far from my parents or anything, but I don't see myself going there at all just because I really like where I go to school now, and I really like being in New York and having my own experiences in that way, but if I ever did decide to go back, that's probably where I would end up. The other college tour I did was actually at the school I go to now, Alfred University. It was the only other in-person tour that I took because during the time with COVID, they didn't offer many tours places. So most of the other schools I went to, I did, or that I applied to, I did online tours for. But Alfred was the only other school that I did an in-person tour of. So when I toured Alfred, it was really different from the other tour I had done my junior year because it really felt like I had never left home. Like I felt like I was still in Minnesota and that I was just, I had just always gone to Alfred and it was a really weird and kind of cool experience, but I remember my teacher my junior year saying that like, the school that makes you feel most like home is the school that's meant for you. And that really stuck with me. So when I got that feeling when I toured Alfred, that's kind of when I knew that that's where I wanted to go. I had gotten, I was already accepted into Alfred by the time that I toured the school. But going and seeing the school and meeting some people while I was there and talking to some of the coaches. I really, really liked it, and I knew right then that that's where I was going to go to school. There wasn't a lot that really stuck out to me about Alfred, just because I didn't get to see a whole lot. Like, I didn't get to go in the dorms or the dining halls. I literally had to stay outside of every single building, so I only saw the outside of everything. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, much of a tour, I guess, just because I didn't get to see a whole lot. But what I did see, I really liked, and despite not being able to see everything else, I was able to do, like, these online videos that they had in order to see what the insides of different places looked like. So I feel like I still got a pretty good idea of where I was about to go to school, and I'm really happy with my choice to go to Alfred. The next story I wanted to tell was about my first acceptance letter. Uh, my first acceptance letter was from, I believe, Mankato State. And I kind of knew I'd get in there just because meeting with people when I was there, I like met all the requirements and everything. So it wasn't much of a shock when I got in there. I wasn't super excited because, like I said, I... Didn't really think that I'd ever go there, but I really liked the campus, and I'm still glad that I applied just to see if I was able to get in or not. Um, but the next one after that was North Carolina State University. Uh, that was a school I had wanted to go to all my life. I was so excited when I got in there. It was actually a really long process because first I was put on a wait list before I actually got in, and I felt super discouraged at first because I thought that I'd get in. Like, I had great grades. And I didn't do super well on my ACT, but I also didn't submit my ACT because we weren't required to take it to begin with because of COVID. And 
The only reason I didn't really care about my ACT was because when I took it, we had found out the day before that we were going to be taking our ACT test by our school, and, um, so we weren't really able to study for it or anything. I scored a 21, which isn't terrible, but it's not great either, but, so I didn't submit my ACT scores, but it wasn't like a penalty or anything, so all I had submitted were my grades in my essay for why, um, so all I had submitted was my grades and an essay talking about why school was so much different now being online and virtual versus how different it was when we were all in person. And so those were the only two things that I was able to submit for my, um, for my application. And yeah, at first I was waitlisted and it really sucked because like I said, I had wanted to go there for years. It was my dream school. It had everything I wanted. It it was perfect and so it kind of sucked getting my acceptance or getting waitlisted there. Um, so I started looking at Alfred then because that was my next top school that I really liked and I got accepted there. I got this little box with confetti and a water bottle, a sticker, and my acceptance letter in it. And so that was really cool. That was definitely the coolest acceptance letter I had been given. But when I got that, I decided that it didn't matter if I got into NT State or not. I knew absolutely for sure that I was going to go to Alfred at that point. I kind of made up my mind. I put in my deposit for the school, and I never really looked back from that. <laughs> um, it was a couple weeks later that, in the mail, I actually received my acceptance letter from NC State, and I got really excited. I was still so happy that I had even been accepted into the school, but I felt so much like at home at Alfred and I knew it would probably be the better fit for me, so I'm glad I still decided to go to Alfred instead of going to NC State at that point, and yeah, I definitely have a little bit of regret about not going, or at least not giving it a shot, just because it was where I had wanted to go for so long, but at the same time, I'm so happy where I go to school now. And I don't think I'd have the same experiences or be as happy as I am at Alfred um, if I had gone to NC State originally. So the next story I have actually came from my mom. She told I was we were driving and start over. So the next one that I have actually came from my mom. She was getting really tired on her trip and asked me to help keep her awake. So I told her to help me think of ideas of stories I could tell. And she came up with my first night in my dorm. There's not a whole lot to it. I wasn't used to sleeping in a twin-size bed anymore, but it wasn't bad, <laughs> I guess. Um, I didn't really, like, miss my parents or miss home at that point or anything. I was, like, really excited, so I had a super hard time falling asleep because if I'm excited about anything, I will not sleep at all the night before. So my first weekend at Alfred was kind of rough because I didn't sleep much, but... It was 
normal, I guess. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot to it. I mean, we, me and my roommate hung out for a little while. Um, we even met some new friends and went back to our dorm. Her and I just got to know each other a little bit better. And then we both just kind of went on our phones and went to bed. So, yeah. The next story I have is also from my mom. My first illness at school. That was my first one was also my longest one. I was sick from early September until I went home in December. Um, there's like one little break in there around Thanksgiving where I wasn't sick at all, but actually while I was on Thanksgiving break, I had gotten a double ear infection, so it wasn't very long that I stayed healthy before I was sick again. But my first illness is definitely the worst illness I ever had prior to college as well. No one could really figure out what was wrong. I had... I was getting super bad headaches. I was sleeping all of the time. My throat hurt so bad. Like, I didn't want to eat anything because it, like, hurt to swallow. And I was, like, all plugged up. I, the worst um, sinus infection. I was given antibiotics for that. And actually, that only made me feel worse because... The antibiotics cleared out all the bacteria in my system, and I wasn't getting enough probiotics, so my the bad bacteria just kind of kept attacking my body and making me more sick, and I wasn't getting any good bacteria to kind of combat that, so I actually just kept getting more and more sick. Um, I had been in the ER a couple of times. One, because they thought I had an appendicitis. I had gone to urgent care and um, just because I was feeling so sick. And they were doing all these different like tests just to see maybe what was wrong. And the doctor like pushed down on my stomach. And when he did that, I like started crying. It hurt so bad. And so automatically he thought I had an appendicitis. And... The urgent care I went to was right next to the hospital, so he had a nurse take me and walk me across the street over to the hospital and bring me to the ER, and they put me in a room. They ran a couple tests. I don't remember exactly what they did, and then they just kind of left me there. I just slept in a room by myself for like six hours um, before anyone... Like came back, someone would come in and check on me periodically, but the doctor like never came back into the room or anything, so I just kind of laid there for quite a while. Um, one of my coaches eventually came down to the, the ER and sat with me for a while, and I, after that, I had an MRI done and a CAT scan, I believe, and they found absolutely nothing. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with me again. The doctor gave me another medicine to take and sent me home. And then, I don't remember how long after that incident, I had passed out in my dorm. I was super dehydrated and I was just completely out of it. My blood pressure, I believe or it was either my blood pressure or my heart rate was kind of high, and so I passed out. One of my other coaches came and picked me up and took me back to the ER. Um, they didn't really look at me or anything. He just kind of asked me a bunch of questions and then said that I had some sort of syncope. I don't remember exactly what it was, and just kind of told me to make sure I was drinking water, slowly stand up, like, give myself a minute before getting out of bed or anything, and I'd be fine. And so I'm back home again. 
And then I saw our team doctor after that, and he thought that I had, I don't remember exactly what he thought it was, um, but he sent me for more tests again, and everything came back negative, and eventually, I I was on so many medications at the time that I didn't even know what I was taking anymore, so I just kind of stopped taking everything. Uh, it was getting close to Thanksgiving break, and... I wasn't seeing doctors or anything anymore, and eventually I just kind of started to feel better, and it all just kind of went away. It was really weird. I still have no idea what I was ever sick with or what happened, but some people think it may have just been anxiety from being far away from home and being a little nervous at the time about being so far from home. Um, Other people thought that I was just really sick, and maybe it was just some virus that I had. No one really knows, but yeah, so I had a pretty long, drawn-out illness there for a while, but thankfully that's over. Hopefully that doesn't happen again this year. Really crossing my fingers that that doesn't happen again, but yeah. The next story I have is my first family visit. Uh, my first visit was by my step-aunt and uncle and little cousins. Um, they came, I believe, um, the next story I have is about my first family visit. So, um, the first people who came to see me at school and I believe that was my step-aunt and uncle and their two sons um, came to see me. It was either them or my aunt and my uncle on my dad's side um, came out from Florida. It was one of the two, Um, but when they both came, I went to a brewery with one of them and hung out. I went to a Italian restaurant with the other and then brought them both back, and we start over again. So, the next story I wanted to tell was about my first family visit, so the first people that came to see me. I believe it was my step-aunt and uncle and their two little boys. Uh, They came either... At the end of September or early October, I believe, and they stayed for a weekend. Uh, We went to a brewery when they came. I gave them a tour of the campus, and we went to a farmer's market where they had, like, this little kids' art center thing, and I sat down with one of my little cousins, and we made, like, this paper mache type thing on a watermelon, um, and did that. We went to a park and hung out for a while. Um, we just messed around at the hotel and ran up and down the hallways with the little boys, and yeah, it was really fun. There wasn't a whole lot to it, but it was really nice at the time just because I was feeling really homesick, so it was really nice to just see some of my family and to make it feel a little less terrible, I guess, um, a little less anxious. I was so happy to just be with people who I had, like, been around many times before, people that, like, made me feel comfortable, made me feel safe, and just made it all feel a lot better. But yeah, they stayed for a weekend, we had a really good time, and then they left, and it wasn't long after that that I have my next story of my first time flying home by myself. Uh, Flying by myself has been a bit of a challenge. Every single time my flight is either delayed, there's something wrong with the plane, or there's just always been an issue every time I've flown by myself since being in school. So I definitely have some interesting stories about flying. The first time I flew home, though, was probably the worst 
flight I've ever had. Um, flying home wasn't too bad. My flight wasn't delayed or anything. I just didn't have any, like, um, power, so, like, I wasn't able to charge my phone or anything. So, eventually my phone died because I had been waiting so long at the airport and everything, and I had thought that I had, um, power on the plane, so I didn't worry about charging my phone or anything, and got on the plane and couldn't charge my phone, so... Uh, it was a pretty boring flight on the way there. On uh, my way back from Minnesota, it... But on my way back from Minnesota, it really sucked because my flight was delayed after we had gotten on the plane, actually. So we were all sitting there and we were told that there was an issue with the plane, um the like it wasn't connecting to like the tower for for communication or anything so we had to wait a little while and I think it was like an hour maybe two hours that we just sat in the middle of the tarmac waiting to take off and so eventually we were able to take off everything was fine about halfway through the flight um there's a lot of turbulence, and then all of a sudden we were kind of like, I wouldn't say we were just falling, but the plane was going down, and it was just really strange because obviously we weren't done with the flight, like we hadn't heard anything from him or anything, and um, we hadn't heard anything from the pilot, and so it was kind of weird that like the plane was going down, and we were going down pretty quickly, um, and then all of a sudden, like, the plane just kind of started shaking, and then we were going straight again, and everything was fine. It was really creepy, though, because, I mean, obviously, we had been sitting on the tarmac waiting because there was an issue with our plane, and we weren't connecting to the communicating thing, whatever, and so it was really scary, honestly, because all of a sudden, you're just kind of falling down towards a city that, and you know you're not supposed to be there. It's a little creepy, but... Yeah, that was about it. Um, all my other flight stories, I almost had to spend my first couple of nights of winter break either in New York City or stuck in North Carolina because my flight had been delayed so bad to the point to where I had five minutes from when my plane got into its gate to get onto my next flight to make it home to Minnesota. So, from any airport in New York, there is no direct flights to Minnesota. So, no matter what, I had to have a layover somewhere, and my layover was going to be in North Carolina. But before I was able to get on my flight, I it had gotten delayed because there was too much fuel on one side of the plane, and so, like, the weight was, wasn't balanced enough, so we had to wait for them to take some of the fuel from one side of the plane and put it on the other side so that we could fl or fly and everything would be perfect. And so we waited in the airport for a little over an hour before we even got to board our flight. And then we finally boarded. We get out. There's another issue with our plane while we were sitting on the tarmac, so we had to wait even longer once we got out there. And then we flew to North Carolina, and once we land, we are going up to the gate, and at our gate, there's all of this equipment in the way. Like, the gate's not open, you can't access it at all. And so then we're just stuck there, and we're waiting. Like, people are getting mad and, like, talking to the flight assistants trying to see if there's anything they can do to get them off the plane because they're going to miss their flights. I was on the phone with my mom, and I was trying to do the same thing with a flight attendant, trying to figure out if I could get off to get to my flight because at the time it was really looking like none of us were going to be able to make our flights. Um, I was receiving text messages from the airline as well during this time saying that I needed to cancel my flight from North Carolina back to Minnesota and... Um, and, like, find a place to stay, um, so we were looking at any 
flights close to Minnesota if, like, someone could come and get me, or if there was literally any early flights the next morning just so that I could get home. Like, I was getting ready to start working as soon as I got home, and I had, like, planned as soon as I was supposed to be home, and so we were starting to look at new flights. The only flights available were out of, I would have to take a flight from North Carolina to New York City that night to make it to a flight from New York City to Minnesota the next day, or I would have to stay in North Carolina overnight and take a flight from North Carolina to Minnesota the next morning as well. But luckily, I didn't have to do either of those. We were able to get off our flight and book it all the way across the airport and get on my next flight home to Minnesota. So, yeah. I've had some issues flying to and from New York to Minnesota. I'm not looking forward to my flights this year just because I don't want to have the same issue, but we'll see what happens. The next story I have is about my first Thanksgiving in college. So, we were trying to cut down on the amount of flights I took to and from New York. Uh, So, I actually spent my first Thanksgiving in college in New York at one of my friend's houses. It was so much fun. Our family does, like, a pretty traditional... Um, Thanksgiving, but her family had, like, the best Thanksgiving I think I've ever been to. It, they had all of, like, the traditional foods you could think of. We made gingerbread houses and had, like, a contest to see who made the best one. We played bingo. We, like, did all these different fun things together, and it was super cool. Like, at my family, like, we play games together a little bit, but mainly everyone just kind of, like, sits and talks, but, like, their family was, like, really engaged in doing different things and, like, just making it as fun as possible, and it was really, really cool, and I'm super glad that I went, and I cannot wait to go again this year. Alright, I'm gonna leave off there, and I'll record my first lacrosse practice whenever. Whenever.